Hey -o. There we go. What's How you up, doing, brother? How we doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. How about you? Good, good, good. Uh, let me start this thing off so we can uh, reuse this great stuff later. I love it, baby. What's up, guys? John Sentez, Cutter Nation podcast, coming at you with one of the, the probably, we'll, we'll just go ahead and give you the title, the most um, episodes on the podcast, Cordell Green coming in with, I think this is your third or fourth time. My uh, fourth. Fourth time? Yeah, yep, fourth. fourth time, baby. Um, and I'm very excited to have you on. We have a big journey. You and I have a good history of each other working um, and, and talking and exchanging ideas. And, and it's people like you in the industry that um, make me want to fight the comments all the time, as I like to say. I really enjoy a very uneducated comment, as, as I like to throw out there, as I see a lot of, a lot of that, a lot of just, you know, we can just sum it up with old, old kind of just puts the whole thing together um, and the old school and the new school battle will always be a thing that the interwebs will enjoy um, for everybody is right as we like to say so yeah, right. thank, thank you to everybody for um, coming on with this this will also go on to YouTube a little bit later and on to um, Spotify so if you, if you have any podcast stuff you haven't subscribed please subscribe um, that's the first part number two need some help from you guys okay um, we need some subscribers on YouTube as well and uh, we're trying to get to 10K. We're like 8,100 right now. I'm pretty excited about that. So that's going to help it grow. We're trying to grow, grow, grow. I know we have controversial uh, also comments, right? Like controversial posts of you're posting the same thing. Ball or strike. What do you see, right? And those are all on purpose, guys. Those are for entertainment purposes, right? Um, and finally, um, which I'm not sure if you've seen this yet, big guy, but I'm very excited about the JS1, which <laughs> is... My masterpiece that I put. Sure. I think go over, we've got four different web types. Actually, this one's not even my favorite one. Let's go over this right here. This guy's my favorite right here. Modified oh, baby. Closed back, mm -hmm. all mesh, beautifully. Like if you can see, like I'm really big into the pocket and understand yeah. to go. Mm -hmm. um, but this glove is actually designed for a big handed two in the pink skip the index finger for a larger pocket now nice. that is a uh, a commonality in the international world pretty much all the international ball players do not wear a standard uh one 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 in the hole you know so in america you know i'm trying to fight that fight right i want i don't i want kids to get their fingers blown up with 100 mile an hour fastballs yeah i could catch 100 as if i had my hand in the glove correctly so Definitely. These are available on our website. We only have we've limited drop on our first order. We will be putting more in, but you can get these for two fifty on our website. So, uh, four different webs. You can go check those out. Please do that. Um, and you know anything else you got. So, um, without further ado, Cordell Green, the natural ball player. The free, yes, right? sir. Yes, sir. Time, you know, because the internet is the internet, right? And you have some people that know about you and some people that don't know about you. Yeah. So let's, let's let's walk through the history, right? Let's let's walk let, let's take us into the deep end, if we may, as as a fellow hippo, right? Walk us walk us into the to the uh, let, let's start with 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 the uh, the attributes, right? Let's uh, height, weight, length. Uh, yeah, God, you're out here selling me right now. I would say <laughs> that uh, six seven. I'm like two ten, two fifteen, depending on the day. Skinny. Um, skinny. Yeah, yeah, skinny. Yeah, long and skinny. They're definitely the lanky wire. Uh, I'm currently rehabbing back. I'm just starting month nine of my TJ distal surgery, um, which has been quite the exploration. I don't know if I know that you had an elbow replacement. 
um, a similar, you know, journey, but it's definitely been a lot of ups and downs when it comes to being able to bounce back and learning how to listen to my arm. Um, cause it's a lot different than my shoulder was. My shoulder was pretty simple. Like I just went through the rehab, um, and like six months after I started throwing, I literally had no hiccups. Like it was like month 12 and I was right back to what I was doing. And back then in 2017, uh, when I had shoulder surgery, it was, you know, 90, 91 was my tops. So now it's a little bit different coming back and having elbow surgery, um, and trying to get back up to 99. Um, and I'd say the hardest thing about it is getting those last three, four miles an hour. Uh, that's been the most difficult thing, but building up the hypertrophy has been huge, you know, throwing every single day. So like, I know that you're a big proponent on that, Jay, is making sure that you can go out and throw every single day. And so I've been throwing six days a week. Um, and once I return, I'll be throwing every single day, um, trying to get back to before I had any surgeries, because I was able to do that. You and I both had those rubber arms, obviously, until we ran into surgeries, which you've been able to be successful with it post-surgery. I so much have not have. So um, obviously on the exploration right now, um, you and I linked up, I think in 17, I think is when yeah. we first went back and forth. And then, yeah. and then I think it was 18 when you roll, when we rolled up here and then obviously we've kept the rapport all the way until now. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of the background on you and I and how we got linked up together. And I couldn't be more thankful. You know, you opened up my eye. You, I tell people all the time, you're the one who helped me find my love again. I was definitely in a rut, you know, when we first met, you know, around that 26, 27 and getting down there and throwing with you out in the field, you know, definitely brought it back together. So I appreciate yeah, that. that always. Yeah. I remember that it was a shoulder surgery. And I remember being like, you haven't even tested it. Like you haven't even thrown the ball as far as you can. Yeah. Like, I, I remember when they told me that I was, so my elbow issue was, you know, right. So I had a, a fracture my elbow throwing right basically got talked into pronating super hard yeah which weird freddie peralta another pronating guy just went down for shoulder fatigue for his yeah. time on the dl this year i wonder if the brewers have like what the yankees have i'm not sure if the yankees you know the yankees have a uh i believe it's three or four i believe it's four if you go on the dl four times in the year they yeah. shut you down for the whole year yeah and so, like, that, that's the thing you got to avoid. And so I'm pretty sure this is his third time with, like, shoulder fatigue. Yeah. Like, to me, it just tells you that, like, that kudos to the changeup that he can locate. It's nasty, right? But, yeah. like, what is really a shoulder pronation and an elbow pronation and a hand pronation really mm -hmm. do in the long term of a season like that? So, you know, it's just one of those things. So I, I came back and I haven't changed. You've seen me. That's what I love about the Internet. Like, I haven't changed my throwing motions since I figured it out. I yeah. still same thing out i would say that i have lost some velo recently not too much i think i'm peaking still at 88 um but it's just lack of time oh you know just running this business teaching guys to throw doing stuff my um I've, I've really kind of changed recently for the past four weeks i have not done a 100 percent day but on the mm -hmm. other side i would say i've done a 50 percent day like uh but i'm doing it differently so uh being a sparring partner for uh high school and college athletes where they can see spin rates fastball they can see any i can throw all the pitches yeah i threw 487 pitches in our advanced bp the other night um and we count the only reason why we know that is we counted on the hit tracks but it's yeah. like walking right like you can walk 100 miles you can only run maybe 10 right mm -hmm. so i didn't throw a ball over 60 miles an hour and even the breaking balls that i threw were 43 45 yeah <laughs> But like just just knowing how my arm reacts and then how it's it's actually been getting stronger recently. I was just thinking about it because I haven't been necessarily top ending it so much. Mm -hmm. Just you know taking her out for a walk and jogging, 
I've been fine. So, you know, it's like I said, once again, I love the comments on the internet of all the people that think that, you know, like anybody that says Tommy John thinks that your arm has a shelf life and like, then you're just not paying attention to, you know, Joe Bimel or, you know, me or people that are like older that are still throwing. Definitely. Know? Definitely. So go back to the change up comment. Um, there's some guys that have come in that we've had the same issue with, you know, I won't name them the athletes that we've had. Um, and they're over pronating, just absolutely blowing up their elbow. And it's like, you know, Hey, maybe you got the hand size to throw a splitter, you know, maybe, maybe we just alternate to that. You know, you can get the same effective. Obviously we're not moving laterals much, but we can or as horizontal as much, but we definitely can get some vertical drop on it. And then you can kind of change the shape of your triangle. Um, what I was going to ask you specifically, since you're heavy in the track, man, posting the balls and strikes, which I love, by the way, it's great. It gets people interactive. The comments, like you say, now it's a ball. No, it's a strike for what's coming. And I've been yeah. talking for years and now yeah. we have challenges going on. And I've been saying, we've been needing to treat it like tennis the whole time. Yeah. Like, in Serena, that girl had that, uh, in Serena's final match, the girl had a controversial call and within one second, she goes challenge. And then challenge four seconds later, we get this awesome 3D. Oh, a meter of the ball hit the line. Yeah. We trust, we trust a millimeter because there's a radar sensor in the stadium and we yeah. know that accurate. Okay, cool. Yeah. So the track man question I was going to have there was with a lot of our younger athletes, uh, we see that they have a low spin rate on their fastball and their curveball. Like it, it was it's shocking to me. Uh, how many people on their curveball could not throw it over 21 or 2200 and then you know their fastballs were sitting at 1800 1900 and I was just like you know products like clean fuego and trying to teach people how to stay behind the ball and how important that is and how little league really needs to get on board with you know products like that and instruction like that because it was just mind-blowing you know we probably had a hundred plus athletes that abused it you know in the three four months that we've had it Um, and it is I think two athletes have spun the curveball over 2,500 yeah. Two, you know, that's, yeah. you want a plus, you want a plus curveball there, you know, and then we've only had maybe a handful of athletes who has spun the ball for a fastball over 2,200. And so it's like, you know, do we teach these kids since they're, you know, eighth, ninth, 10th, 11th graders, Hey, we want you to pitch low in the zone, or do we try and get behind it? And then we start trying to get a little bit more spin so they can pitch up in the zone. It's just one of those interesting things that TrackMan has brought light to me. It's like, you know, what direction and only time of the only thing I'll be able to figure it out is more time with it. And I was seeing if you have in the same, you know, yeah, we, we see, uh, um, we, ours is positioned kind of nicely where I've actually been able to move it to like the 54 foot range and then the 50 foot range. Yeah. Able to get spin rates on our like 11 and 12 year olds and see the product. Right. And then with track man being able to track that over time, you know, we've had it for, I believe four or five months now. Um, and just being able to just like have everything in one spot is making a big difference in what we're trying to do. And so, you know, what I would say is same thing. Now, maybe I figured some stuff out and I've got 11 and 12 year olds spinning it at 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, we've I've got a couple of high school kids that they're breaking balls are 28, 29, 3K. Which I've seen, man. That's a great yeah. post, dude. Those things are right. hammers. Right, right. So, you know, I'm, I'm trying to play a little bit of a game of understanding like what the nastiness is. And so I would I would say that, you know, the great, you know, even the pitching low in the zone thing, um, I, I don't think that's good. I, uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not only like, um, let me take that back. Categorizing. Yes. Like just because you throw an 1800 spin doesn't mean 
should only throw low in the zone. Just because you throw a 2200 spin doesn't mean you should throw up in the zone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you would get away with more with that 2200 because it would ride and move. And then you got guys like Taylor Ahern, who I don't know what his spin rate was before we had this stuff, but now that we've been doing it with him, like he's 24, 2500 at like a tilt of like 245 with like. Two inches of horizontal on his force. Yeah, twenty and above is elite. On top of he's not using sticky either. Yeah, yeah, he's not. I mean, we we can't. I actually have a plan. By the way, I'm, I'm it's on my list of to do research today. I'm gonna go buy all of the sticky products. Yeah, do before and afters. I swear, I'm, uh, you got to get that. You got to hey, you are since you throw in Bauer, ask him what his substance is that he has. In it was. There. Yeah, he put it, he put it all together. It was in his shopping cart when I went down there the last time. It was, it was, it was Spider Tech. It was we which we have, bro. That stuff is so sticky, yeah. so sticky. It's a pain in the so ass. There's a couple other like folklores. I think. Let me. I meant to Google. I found an article years ago. I'll send it to you. I'm gonna see if I can find it on my computer right now. Okay. Um, somebody did a spin rate test, and um, uh, I believe bubblegum and saliva was and bubblegum and rosin was like the highest one mm -hmm. uh, i believe it was like a couple hundred edition if i'm correct i believe it was a thousand a thousand <laughs> that's insane i thought the one that i had seen it was like the max the highest one was like 238 and in spin increase on average no but no a thousand? no I, I, Lord. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why i'm trying to uh i'm gonna do a little experiment you know yeah. what i mean that's, like um, attack. that's the one thing I want to figure out what it spins it at, by the way. Uh, is I 3,800. 3,800 is what our, you our, our track man doesn't pick it up. Yeah, I don't our, know. It well, doesn't. We, I have the, uh, um, the yellow jacket on the ah. – Yeah, so that's also – so our, our iHack attack is down right now, and one of the other content pieces we were going to do was show the differences of all the pitches because, like, if the fastball spins it at 3,800, like – we haven't even maxed out the curveball slider or cutter. And I want to mm -hmm. see what the numbers are too, because there has to be some, you know, to the human eye to be tested, right? Like the theory is you show more spin, sharper break, faster break, more movement shape. Mm -hmm. the, the, the hitting eye becomes, you know, a, you know, a better version of knowing exactly where the zone is, you know? Exactly. And you slow the game down. It makes it easier right. to recognize the spin, the depth. Do I need to swing or not swing? What is it that I'm swinging at? Yeah. And that reminds me of like, you know, when I remember you and I, um, when, when I fed the balls at your place, when you used your four hacks, I was blown away at the zone awareness and the ability for some of these, you know, 16 year old kids to take a ball one inch off the plate. Exactly. You know, as we, as what we call now track man ball. Yeah. <laughs> track man ball, baby. Track Hell yeah. Ball. Yeah. Well, that, that, the track man has been awesome. I was going to ask you how you like your hit tracks. We are buying one in October 1st, so it'll, it should be installed here the, you know, after the first week. And Are you doing the overhead or the on the ground? Uh, most likely it'll have to be the overhead because on the ground we have too much of foot traffic with different ages of athletes. I just do not trust somebody to just blast it. And, you know, next thing you know, I'm calling up Andrew like, hey, guess what? I broke okay. it. Shout out, shout out Andrew with hit tracks. That's my guy. Come on, baby. Come on. So here's my recommendation to that idea, okay? Yeah. If you thought about this, um, we move ours. So I have a – when I was at the fuel factory, mm -hmm. they have these taped-out spots that they have to do tape. Now, we did paint here, yeah. and what we did is we have 50, 54, and 60, right? Yeah. And 50 is for full live at-bats, normally on what our distance is for our machine because it spends too much and we have to, like, downgrade everything. Yeah. Uh, 
we go to 50 feet and then 54 is like when we run advanced BP or some of our pro guys want to do it and I'll throw from the front or maybe even the top. Um, but having the ability to move at those three ranges is by far the best thing. Okay. I'll definitely remember that. I'll so go. on the vertical thing, I did some research. It's going to be a pain in the ass in the vertical thing because you have the net above it. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. And on top of like, we would have to have ours hooked up to the ceiling, you know, it would have to yeah. be 17, 18 feet up. So obviously I, I you know, I'm not planning on hopping on the lift you yeah. know, like two, three times a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like maybe on the ground's a better move for you just okay. so it's here for you. You can go back and forth. Okay. Um, and by the way, if you just do the either the tape or the paint like we did, yeah. it gets hit. You just line it up and it, it works perfect. So okay. it's supposed to be in an indestructible box. And if it gets hit, so have any issues, you just call Andrew. They're pretty good about going fast with it. So definitely, definitely. Yeah, I, the big thing that I wanted to put together is being able to play with. So obviously, you know, like you mentioned, the four hack attacks is playing with the different arm slots and being able to figure out and categorize, okay, hey, this kid hits, you know, more of a 12 o'clock better than he hits more of like that 10 o'clock. And then isolating what pitches they hit better from those different arm slots. And then what we're hoping to do is next year be able to have some sort of app that we can use where kids, when they go out to their games, they can input what the arm slot they're seeing and the velos that you're seeing. Cause you know, it seems like every game now there's a pocket radar at, right. Or somebody has got a stalker and it's easy, obviously on video to figure out where the arm slots coming from and input that. And that's going to help our training go back and forth in season as well as pre and post. I don't know if you've thought about something like that, but that's what I like it for. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It's, it's nice to know, um, you know, what speed you were facing, how things were going. And, and, and to that same point, you know, there's a lot of kids that get wrapped up in that. And, oh, you know, I was facing 86 and now I'm facing 80 and I can't hit it. And it's like, well, you have to understand the, the process to beginning with, you know. Definitely. And there's multiple layers and levels to it also. Like, <laughs> you know, you could wake up and have some really bad sleep that day and you took that over the field. Next thing you know, you know, your eyes aren't tracking as well. I saw this interesting thing. This lady was talking about if you get 5% less sleep, your ability to track the ball goes down by 30%. She was saying it goes down by these huge instruments. I don't, I have it saved because um, it was an Instagram thing that popped up. I was wow. mind blown, mind blown. <laughs> like, holy shit, like how many times have I showed up with my whoop on and had a 30 below recovery? Like how many times does that affect how I'm tracking the ball? You just made me think about too, like I don't have a whoop, right? But yeah. In Mexico, multiple overnight 14 to 16 hour bus rides get to the hotel at one, mm -hmm. two hour nap at the ballpark at four or five after eating games at six, got to throw a pit, you know, still throw seven innings. You know, yeah. Like, you know, massive. You know, what do you, how do you do it? How do you handle it? Right. Well, yeah. you can't off. You know, you can't, you can't freak out if your whoop gives you a red light. Oh no, I'm not prepared. Yeah, there's a lot of guys that do that. We have, because I have, so I have myself and then all of our other instructors, employees wear them so they can, you know, pay attention to it. And when we move into a much bigger space here, which we'll talk about here in a little bit down the line. Yep, yep, super excited. Uh, I'm going to try and require everybody to be aware of it visually. Um, the biggest thing that I learned from my whoop is if I drink, I have a singular drink all the way to if I have 10 drinks, like Portal's feeling good or Portal's supposed to have the same drink. <laughs> I always have booty recovery, 10% below. It doesn't matter how many drinks I have. And then I think back, I'm like, 
well, shit, you know, the end of high school, college, you know, moving past that. And like, how many times did I have a 0% or 1% recovery and try and show up in the field and perform? I think having that visual awareness will give a lot of a lot more people like, okay, hey, maybe I need to tone out, tone it down there a little bit and prioritize a little bit more time to getting some sleep. That's the number one thing that people miss out on that I see. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point, dude. That's that's uh, interesting. Um, you know, the whoop, shout out to Whoop. Hey, Whoop, send me some stuff here. Come on. Exactly. Let's, Look at the boy. Come on, let's baby. Do some, let's do some pitching analysis stuff. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I, I hear you. That, it, you know, I'm, I'm not really – I've really kind of transitioned away from drinking. You know, that, that was the – uh, you know, that's the culture, you know, in, in baseball, right? You get done with the game, you want to go out, go to the bar, blow off some steam. You know, what, what a lot of the parents don't really know about is like you're, you become more nocturnal than, than you really want to, yeah. you know, athlete, but you can't do anything about it, right? Like I remember being a closer and being like, okay, game's at seven. I'm not even going to get hot, start warming up to like 8.45, 9 o'clock. I might not pitch to like 9.30. Now I need to be – now, a lot of studies on caffeine, right? Like on performance and stuff. And I'm a big believer in it. Like, it, and it, and I was able to like tone it down and understand like I only needed one cup of coffee, yeah. right? If I had like one eight ounce cup of coffee in like the fourth inning, then I was like perfectly wired. But like now I can't go to sleep till three thirty in the morning. Yeah, you know. And so like, right? And what what can you do about that, right? Like if you if you know you're not going to perform to where you're going to perform and you think you're going to do it, like you just got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I, I'm totally agree with you there. I mean, sleep, recovery, consistency, there's just so many missed factors to understanding how, how hard it is to perform at the highest level all the time. And, yeah, you know, that's kind of, it's an interesting thing. Like one drink or 10, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. And I, I like software. I like software like this because it, quant it gives you some sort of visual quantification right. of like, okay, how am I really performing? And what's nice, it learns obviously about you. And obviously there's some time to take a look at it and like, there's just no way that's right. You know, totally. like I had perfect sleep. I'm way, I'm in the recovery. I hit all five of my marks. You know, I did way better than, you know, we'll say a green day, but giving the ability to start opening up that door to see the sub layers that you can't visually see, I think is huge for us. Cause we're so eye dominant in life. You know, we want to see, 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 see things. And then when you ask somebody, you know, how do you feel? It's like, it's a two word answer. Oh, I feel good. You know, I feel, well, shit, how do you know you feel good? So that's why I love the whoop. Yeah, that's some, that's interesting. I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna reach out to them, see what we can do. You know, oh, you should 100, percent and they should send it because you're the man. Let's be honest, you're the man. I'm a little bit of a nerd. I'm a little. I want to learn. I want to find out the secrets. You know, exactly. Fun. I can't. You know, you and I. I can't do the secrets on here, but you know, going to Bauer and I, I made him giggle with one little joke. I said, "Can we go Jedi to Jedi?" And he just laughed. <laughs> <laughs> He immediately went into like, have you seen the new Skywalker? And I was like, oh no, I didn't mean to go there. I mean, it's just a small little <laughs> you know? Say, hold on there, Yoda. I'm not being yeah. literal. Yeah. Um, but you know, he and I, you know, it was, it was very, I was very honored. I can't wait to go back. You know, Esam's my boy um, for the internet that doesn't know this. We have the same host mom from Kansas. He went the year, he played on the team the year after I did. So like, that's my guy. Yeah. And it's even more fun because like, I see what he's doing. I sent him a DM last night. You know, he's been putting all that troll stuff out. If you're good, I like how he goes, if you're a good baseball player, just bait. Like, if you're, <laughs> yeah, right. Reach out to me and we'll shoot some content. And I sent him a message and I said, get all those good baseball players together. You and I will go a couple hippos against the young bucks. Like, no problem. Yeah, 100%. He's still, you know, he's still low nines. You know, he's still got it. 
he's still hitting tanks too. Like, let's be I honest. Know. Like, he's figuring it out. You're seeing against hundreds who? against two. Yeah, it's exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but not you. But not you. Yeah, we got we got a whole bunch of content of non-tank hitting. That's yeah, we... <laughs> whole bunch of that. Why the f you throw me a curveball or a slider, Jay? It's well, so funny, too, because I like how the internet roasts me, because I think I peaked at, like, 84 in that. And I was like, y'all don't understand. I got up at five. Here you go, whoop. I got up at five in the morning, coached three baseball games in 118-degree heat. Yeah. Grabbed, grabbed a little three-piece from Cane's, probably not the best meal that you can have. Yeah. Crushed some sweet tea. Chugged <laughs> a Gatorade. <laughs> barely warmed up, went in, and then proceeded to throw 125 pitches. So. Good, good on you, Good I don't you. know if uh, if that's good or bad, but uh, I'm still throwing. I'm fine. You know what I mean? But I yeah. do, I tell right. Like I I literally like I remember like landing on the first like five throws and like my front hip just being so weak and I'm like oh there's gonna be no velo today. That's <laughs> there's gonna be zero velo today. We're just going to uh, we're just gonna see what we can do. Right? Yeah, and we're we're grunting dude, 82, baby. Let's get it. Not like I wasn't trying, boys. It was yeah. you know yeah, right. Sometimes at the 17th hour of the day you don't exactly have peak performance energy you just need yeah you know what i mean mm -hmm, for sure well uh gotta ask you is there any sort of uh expansion plans is there any sort of new movement that's coming i'm curious to hear because you guys been in the same spot for what two and a half three years now oh we will be two years in october okay cool. uh, okay you know i i've kicked the idea around we we our lease runs up just a little bit there here's what i'll say there is in the same building a we're in a two bay there is a three bay available next door okay so i would say you know i we just did the math on it last week we got to kick some numbers around and do some stuff uh, you know the market here in san diego is just different than you right like you know there's a lot of you know every freaking day there's another seven u eight u travel team that thinks that practicing outside is the right idea yeah so I, you know, it's, it's the thing that we fight every day and, and, you know, I'm glad that you went there because, you know, we do, I would love to expand, you know, um, I did the math on the cages and it's going to be about 60 grand yeah. uh, to replicate the cage that we have, which is the only way that I would do it. Right. Like yeah. I need, I need the hack attack. I need the auto ball feeder. I need the L screen turf. You know, we have a, a super mound that's like 12 feet by whatever, just yeah. cover stuff. And then um, hack attack, I'm sorry, sorry, um, uh, hit tracks, right? Yeah. So we have to get another one of those, you know, and so we're, we're trying to, we're, we're trying to get there. I think that is the goal is, is this location in San Diego is, is very centrally located. A lot of people can get to us yeah. um, and we do have a lot of hitters. And so, you know, there's, there's a backyard hitting coach, pitching coach every day that pops up, right? A former player that comes back that wants to jump into it. So, you know, market share and things that go here are always fun, you know, and everybody has the the secret sauce, if I may, right? Like, yeah. help you get there. But, you know, there's only a couple people that can still throw. And so I'll say this to anybody that's out there watching. If you want to face a real arm that has big league experience, just not in this country, and you would like to get struck out, you just let me know. DM yeah, give him a call. You give him a call right now. You text him, you DM him, you whatever you yeah, need just, to do. 
if you and, and then you know what i'll go even further and get cocky right if you think you're good and you want to be tested to find out you're good and see if you can hit 3,000 spin rate curveballs and sliders and 2,800 spin rate uh, cutters and 2,200 spin rate four seamers that go up. And by the way, my extension is 7.2. Shout out TrackMan. So <laughs> good luck. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. Yeah, That's good luck. Yeah. yeah hey, so it doesn't matter I throw 82. I'm closer than the next, you know, I'm, I'm Chapman close. Well, that was the that was the conversation we had when you went out to ABCA when you yeah. went through there. Is they were like, "Holy shit!" You know that eighty nine ninety all of a sudden feels like it's ninety five ninety six, like it's jumping on us. And that was right. kind of the conversation. But the extension part that you're talking about, that was the most interesting thing. So on when I threw it fifty feet with the track man, it said that my extension was like seven foot two to seven foot six. So I was like, "Okay, wow, I'm you know I'm really getting out there." And then I flipped it. And we went to 60 outdoor and indoor because I want to test it, you know, the difference and make sure that the lighting and everything. And it was six foot eight to six foot 10. So there's a big difference when I went from shorter to longer. I don't know if it's, you know, I feel like I'm closer to the target. So I'm like, hey, I can really reach out and get it. Well, probably really interesting. I would say you getting the ball down, knowing yeah. your height. What's your release height? Like six, eight? Uh, I have to go look at that. I don't have That's it. Those are the two numbers we look at. Release yeah. height. And then the distance. I got it okay. on here. Let Those, me pull it up, baby. That's where I see the. Um, here, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go get a ball and our iPad too. Let's. let's okay, just bet. Yeah, let's do it. Bet. Track man. Track man. While John's away, I'm gonna sing. So hopefully he enjoys this. When he sees it, replaying it back. John, I love you. Uh, let's see. We're trying to find Cordell here. No, I don't need to look for track, man. That's fine. Past sessions. Cordell, there he is. Yeah, release height is super high. Let's see here. Woo! Good lord, boy. Good lord, boy. All right. If somebody can guess what my release height is. I will give them. I will give them a free shirt. What do you think it is? I'll, my release height on my fastball, and my slider. What do you think it is? Well, I said I said six eight, so that's what I'm gonna go with. Seven. Yeah, seven to yeah. seven two. That would make sense on the arc of the arm, right? Like yeah. that would make sense why at fifty feet you would be seven two because you were holding on to it longer to get it lower. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. But yeah, I was just it was just curious to take a look at that because I primarily do short boxes because we have those machines and it's, you know, a pain in the ass to move four machines all the time and put it back. So I'm like, Hey, you know, I'll short box, put it back, you know, 50, 54 feet. But, uh, all right. Trackman numbers, fill me. Uh, I'm loading. I'm no, loading. you're loading. I'm loading. I'm loading. Here's, I would say something about what you just said right there. I need to, man, I, I have to find it, but I saw your idea without legs and it made so much sense. And it was like a, uh, they, somebody had taken basically made a metal table that had the ability to crank heights changes with two hack attacks. And I, yeah. I don't know where it is, but I, I feel like with you, maybe if you had some kind of system that was wide enough that you'd have to do legs that you could roll it past the mound, like the, the mound threaded it in between, right? Mm -hmm. That might help solve that problem for you. Hey, so this is what I envision. I just need to, I just need to explore into it is you have this, you know, piece of PVC that's, or not PVC, but uh, metal grade, and it's an arc. So it literally looks like an arch 
yes. and then you had two hack attacks, right? And you could just slide it up and down. You know what I mean? You could just do this with it. Does that make, you know what I mean? Like yeah, you yeah, slide yeah. up and down and that would be yeah. like the perving. You just roll it back and forth. And you would, well, wouldn't that this angle though? Like wouldn't it shoot at a funky angle? Doesn't it need to be level? No, you could keep it centered. You'd have something like a camera, oh, you know, like when a camera and you move uh, it around to keep it centered. You have the same thing there with the hack attacks. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I was thinking. That oh, that's the only thing I could make sense. But God, that steel would have to be so thick. <laughs> we got so, Trackman. Come on with the updates. Come on. I'm oh, you're getting killed right now. Yeah, of course it wouldn't let me go past it. Anyway, nah, I'm nah. I'm pretty sure I was um, like I said, I'm seven feet, and then um, release height for me is like six, seven, something like okay. that. But I'm I'm getting 20, 20 to twenty four inches vertical break on my four seamer because of my downhillness, and that's yeah. the, like that's the difference with what I'm seeing. Like when you see Degrom, Degrom almost has no vertical break. And then like I want to say, I really want to know. Oh God, I have a gift for you. I forgot. Ooh, come on, baby. Okay, go to you. I have a gift for everybody listening right now. Go to YouTube right now. Go to YouTube. Okay, let me see the YouTube. Okay. Okay. Type in. I don't. I don't understand why this is the name of the channel. Okay. But I would say whoever has this information should not be putting it out. Type in dog, D-A-W-G, like dog, and hen. I don't know why the name of it. Dog and H-I-M? H-E-N. H-E-N. H-E-N? Like the chicken. Oh, my God, dog and hen. All right, well, yeah, here we go. Paul Seawald, which one should I click on? Just Tyler hold, Anderson. Hold, first. hold on, now you're going to make me. Ah! Uh, yeah, dog and hen. Oh, there's a whole bunch. Volume down. The, the opening, we got to bang the opening, by the way. Yeah, right? You like, got 5.46 thousand. Who'd you pick on? Who'd you pick? Paul Seawald. Oh, no, no, no. I need you to go like Charlie Martin or, or DeGrom or something. Okay. Who's, who's pumping this information? Look at that. Look at that. Somebody's, yeah. Look at, look at that. I've been saying that, dude, for about 10 years now, that there's absolutely no reason why all that information is not on the screen every page. I agree. That's hey. pretty dope, bro. Yeah, that's pretty dope. I agree. That's it's hot. Ev hey, it's everybody, dog. It's everybody. All right, hold on here. Uh, Tyler like, Anderson, Jacob DeGrom. Dylan, Dylan Cease's slider, they call it the number one slider in the game. He's throwing it at 3,300. <laughs> Good Lord, bro. Dude, Charlie Morton's throwing his at 35-36 on his curveball. God, that's crazy, man. Luis Urias is throwing fastballs at 2,600. Look at this. Uh... <laughs> go to mag let's see his pull it up come on give me the same information one of the videos it didn't oh the classical music though bring it home right here classic yeah what you got to do is you got to go to the home page and then go to uploads and then it has it like in order all right she's so got a sports scene 23 yeah look at all the information right there dude right spencer strider like it gives you vertical and horizontal. Like, just you're welcome for the gift, by the way. This just yeah, this is great. Somebody all day, and Thank then if you. somebody if somebody goes Yamo, by the way, it gives you exit below. Yeah, I did see that on there. That was sick. Like 105.2. Oh, Aaron Judge just giving it a nice slap, daddy, to the outfielder. Now you know what's interesting too, by the way. Mm -hmm. Whoever yeah. 
contact information, right? They don't, whatever stadium, they don't always have all of the metrics. Yeah. So, like, I'm watching Atlanta, and Atlanta doesn't have vertical and horizontal break. They just have spin rate velo. Interesting. So, you think that they just have, like, a uh, yellow jacket versus having uh, track man? I would say um, track man to uh, Hawkeye. Interesting. It's your stadium system of what it is. <laughs> I just think that everybody should have that have that information. I just don't. I, I don't. We, I'd be so much more intrigued to watch why, the game. Why are we hiding it? Right? Yeah. Why are we? What What are we doing? I don't. I want to watch this every time. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of like when you're trying to like when we're trying to work with minor leaguers and you can't. They can't screen record anything. Right. Nothing. Like they right. cannot send anything to us. It's like we. You know. You got to get on a Zoom and then watch the video that's on their phone from the last just such a pain in the ass um but yeah no i totally agree with you they need to give out the information because i think it would bring a lot more uh viewers to the game as well as educated viewers you know people could get more in depth with the commentary hey do you want to know why emmanuel class a uh might be the hardest pitcher to hit yeah let's hear it uh he's throwing 99 mile an hour cutters at 2700 that's insane. Blind <laughs> balls that move laterally. Like, good luck, 100. dog. Yeah, good luck. Like, I'm throwing my cutter at 83 <laughs> with 20. And you're getting right? people You're getting people to look silly. Yeah, well, you know, straight ball goes far. I've been saying that for a while, too, you know? Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah, yeah. you have. So, yeah. I took a look. Hey, so I took a look at the uh, vertical and horizontal. I had it up here before we went over to that beautiful page of yours that you recommended. Um, and my average is 16.8 on vertical and then horizontal is 11.6 for the fastball and then the slider average. Yeah. Average spin rate for me, 2,100 for average vertical break, 19 average horizontal, negative eight cutting weird. Yeah. Lots of cut, lots of cut release height, six to extension, six eleven on it. Good on well, you, I'm, bro. And so basically, if I paint the bottom of the zone at six two, oh, and also uh, sidebar um, on dog and hint, it does not. So th- I don't like this trackman data number. Yeah, because right? it gives you like a different reading on that data on dog and hint. It gives you release height and movement to the ground. Mm-hmm. Right. So Luis yep. is throwing seventy two inch curveballs, which makes so much sense. Yeah, release point to it hits the ground. True. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. That makes so much more sense. Like Clayton Kershaw's not throwing a five foot fir- curveball. Fuck yeah, he was. He was throwing. Yeah, a- hell yeah, he was. Barry Zito. Yeah. Barry Zito. Won. Barry Zito oh, yeah. was. Good lord, yeah. Good lord. Good. Good lord. Uh, but yeah, no, the uh, slider. So the fastball is twenty eighty two on average, and then the slider. Um, average was twenty four eighty five, and then it peaked at uh, twenty six eighty. So not bad. Not so I bad. got sliders right now. Slider spin rate thirty one hundred peak average twenty eight six. Curveball peak thirty one fifty. What's your movement profile in the sliders? Uh, so hold on. Uh, slider 16, um, vertical and 16 horizontal. Yeah, I got, I got, uh, I got negative nine, negative 9.9 
and yeah. negative negative uh, 4.9. Curveball, 19. Shoo! And then horizontal, 6, which makes sense. I'm just yeah. throwing. Straight downhill. Just down. Just down. We're just throwing. Mm-hmm. Make a little, you know, thing to it. Yeah. Just a down. little. Just a little. Uh, I'm trying to think here. So, speaking of your facility, so you told me, you gave me kind of a rundown of what it would take. So kind of our plan of action is when we get done here, uh, so we've got another two-plus years here, um, we'll probably have to extend for another year based off of construction, find the place, but we are going to go big time. We're just going to – we're going to full send it. We're going to try and get uh, a 70,000-square-foot facility. So it'll have PT, doctor, Cairo, uh, which, you know, I'll bring in Heather, Bridgman you know, Quest Physical Therapy, the places I've gone, I've talked to them and, you know, partner up with them. We'll have multi-sports ventures. So we're going to go 24 lanes, um, 24 lanes. So I have 40 foot ceiling, bro. It's it, huge. It's going for it. Ballpark. Yeah. Hell yeah. And then, uh, our, uh, see, our, 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 I have our, a controversial question. Yeah. Ask me, let's hear it. The other Walmart that's there. Yeah. Is it going to still be there or are they, <laughs> Moving that Walmart to a new location. I don't know what they're. I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, I had heard that other Walmart was running in the red, and I don't know if that's true, but I had heard that from somebody that worked there. Now it's somebody that doesn't work there anymore, so I don't know how much validity is there. But I was shocked to hear that. I uh, mean, I, Walmart needs a lot of people to operate. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's because uh, well, there's single venture. a lot of people that need to be a Walmart. Yep, and so our secret uh, sauce here, uh, which I will text you, is we have a major, major university that wants oh, to partner up. Told, told me already. We had this conversation. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Super excited. Super excited about that. And then we're going to have restaurants in it. So, you know, being able to market capture a lot of those clients that would either leave to go get food or didn't have food um, or families that didn't have kids that were in, in the specific sport that they're there for being able to get them to eat at a place that they like, a Jersey Mike's, a Chipotle, an Emerald City Smoothie, a family restaurant, whatever else there is really going to have an impactful uh, market capture. A, um, a food court, if you may. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that going the all-encompassing community route will allow us to stay alive in this area because rent here is ridiculous. Can uh, I requests? Yeah. I need a Sabaro and then I need an Annie's Pretzels. Okay, Annie's Pretzels. We could do those. Those are small, small uh, size restaurants, so it's super easy to implement. Yeah, we've got plenty of space to work with there. Yeah, but yeah, sure. that's 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 the direction we're gonna go. You know, I'd rather you know take a big jump and you know get everybody involved and see if you can do something special. And you know, if at the end of the day you tried and it didn't work, like I'd rather do that than you know sit here and kind of live and be like, okay, hey, we're mid level right now. You know, we've got a decent size, but to really maximize it and take over this area and corner of the east side, we're going to have to go big. And I would love to be able to do that. And I think that that's feasible here in the next, you know, two, three years, which is crazy to say. I, it sounds, it sounds like we're going to have to, I need, I need to come up. sounds like we need to run another clinic again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Opens up. I need to come up and christen it with some kind of like live AB challenge. Sure. Live ABs. Hey, well, we got it because I still need to do mine before I got surgery. 
the 50 and the hundred dollars, bro. I put that out there. I'm, gonna, I'm a hundred with that. Like I want that all day, bro. Bring the content. Yeah. Sim, Sim, uh, Bauer. We need to get uh Bimal, all the boys together. 1000. Oh, that would yeah. be absolute. Well, I come down oh. there. I, I come down there in Arizona, like once a month in November and December. So we should probably link up because I will be throwing then too. And yeah, I'll definitely no, we should, get on there. Try to plan that out. If you give me enough time and I can try to figure that out where, Maybe I'll get the, the family and we'll all go over there. and Because every, every time, the only reason when I go over there, it's like with the organization I'm with, right? So I'm going to go yeah. work with them and then shoot content on the side and run fun stuff at the same time. So I'm uh, without a doubt. Like For I said, sure. I sent, oh, I sent our guy a message last night. Like, here, you should enjoy it. Like, we'll, we'll just do this. That's what Yeah. Exactly. Do like, all these fun points games and stuff. Like, let's mm-hmm. let's have some fun. Let's. Hey, do you like the games feature, by the way? Do you use the games feature a lot on your hit I, tracks? I don't use it. Yeah, um, and then the camera too. Do you use that or no? No. Yeah, I didn't. I'm not going to get those. 720p. It's not worth it. Yeah, exactly. Especially when we've got, I mean, we've got Edgertronic and we've got everything. <laughs> Other cheat code that I, when I was at the convention, I, I hurt the engineer's uh, head. Now, um, I'm just going to let you know, I'll just send you this. Yeah. Ooh. A little RAM upgrade um, for the Hitrax computer. And okay. what happens is when you run it on 4K mode, um and then it just like slows it down so if you just up the ram and the computer it was like i think it was like 150 bucks or something like that nothing crazy yeah um, it took me two minutes to like open up the back pop the thing off exchange the ram pop it back in this is a youtube video it was super easy so you got um, no lag anymore right what's up it didn't have any lag anymore the quality was clear correct correct when you run it on 1080p it runs fine yeah but, like, it i got it multi-split to four different screens mm-hmm. and I, it, I want it to look the best and when we yeah. ran hey you could see a little clipping on the ball like if you really and it, it like clipping happens on when only when it's like crushed right so if a kid it's a ball like under 75 miles an hour you're not gonna see a difference yeah. but like, a little frame drop that happens like if you get a hold of one and hit it like 400 feet where you yeah. Would... okay yeah because that's interesting so i got uh, a bunch of tvs so i got these two new tvs so that i could either choose whatever lane i wanted to but there's 65 inch tvs yeah it'll be able to connect with it because i'd rather have you know the best tv so that's good to know that the ram yeah. building needs to be cleaned also, up. Or, um i had to get a powered hdmi splitter okay i'll just send you the links to all the stuff because it made a, it made a huge difference because yeah. like i uh, like hdmis are like anything over 50 feet you get you run into problems yeah, you got to kind of like, you got to kind of like go 25 foot to the uh, HDMI splitter yeah. from the computer and then run like another 50 footer. Because we have a TV. Here's oh the dope thing that I love that we do is we have a TV next to the mound. So like we have um, on the hit tracks, you can do two different angles for strike zones that are really good. Yeah. You do the box and then they have an overhead 3d view where you're looking down at the plate and you can see the line where the ball goes across the yeah. plate right so I like, like that a lot yeah yeah that that's that was one of my favorite features about like even when we do advanced bp and i throw like the kids just love to argue ball strike and it's a yeah. cool, like you got think- the zone you got to know the corner you yeah. know i'll throw and i'm it's funny because like when i throw bp it also gives you like stats on how many times you hit the box mm-hmm. so, 400 and whatever pitches the bottom left-handed corner like glove side bottom left <laughs> above it i hit the bottom left one 106 times a one <laughs> yeah just paint jobs sorry kids yeah yeah, and, my and the bad one above, good. yeah the one above it i hit it like 150 times and they were just like 
stop painting. And I was like, no, this was what's going to happen in the game. I'm but, sorry. They call me Bob Ross for a reason. Yeah, like, what are we doing? But you think I'm – yeah, like, yeah, I'm trying to let you hit the ball, but I'm not trying to throw a dick. Like, yeah. What do you think the pitcher's going to do when he faces yeah. you? Come on now. Hey, uh, the cameras, though, I love that you've got the TVs on the side. I've always loved that angle when you post videos, you know, whether yeah. it's a post or it's a story, whatever. I've always loved that. That is something we are 100% doing when we move into a bigger space. We yeah. just we have weight room equipment that impedes the view, um, or else we would have that there. So I'm definitely there's jealous. There's a bunch that. of cool things that we do, and and I'll, I'll throw. There's another idea that I really like that we do, especially on our pitching side. We do a lot more on our pitching side than the hitting side. Yeah, it just kind of the auto ball feeder and the things go with it. There's a small like the delay is just a little too much. But anyway, so if you live stream from an iPad to you just throw it out there. We go from an Apple TV YouTube app and just do, like watch the feed, and it gives us an automatic six-second replay. So when okay. I pitch design over the shoulder, we set up the iPad like this, yep, right, and just leave it on, let it run, and then we just watch it on the TV next to it. So like we don't, we just get it right away, right? Yeah. Set up side angles to like see if we're trying to work on something mechanically, mm -hmm. um, but most of the time. Most of the time, like, I don't want them to think about their mechanics. I'm trying to get them to execute a spot. So yeah. we'll do that a couple times. Or And then, like, I have this service right now where you can split screen. So we ran – we tried to do it off the hit tracks on the hitting side where we live streamed the screen from the hit tracks and had a behind the angle – behind the hitter view. So mm -hmm. when you hit it, you can actually see it go. But okay. uh, it couldn't – it couldn't be uh, just too much internet. Couldn't handle yeah. it. Right? Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, we get the same thing with our – if we have our TVs on – and then we're trying to use the at iPad. We're trying to do the AirPlay. It automatically, the Wi-Fi just kicks. Yeah. Try, try it that way. Try to run like a private stream on your okay. YouTube channel. Um, and, and then like that way it doesn't go out anywhere. And then mm -hmm. like if you're logged into your Gmail, then you can watch your private stream on it. Nice. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. I'll give that a whirl because we had an app. So like uh, Redmond Dudes. Uh, Colin McBride, he brought in his iPad and he had an app that you could just set up and it would automatically uh, delay it five to six, you know, five, six, whatever, how many seconds you wanted. And that was great for when we were yeah. doing winter training last year. That was a fantastic app to use. Yeah, that was, that's my workaround. And then like I, we, I created a separate YouTube channel called Cutter Nation Livestreams yeah. that you can just like go back and watch. So I just label it the time, like pitching 3 p.m. right there. And then they Boom. just go, all right, what time did I pitch? Mm -hmm. I used to pick on there but like it just turned a little controversial people thought they were getting called out and i'm like well <laughs> if you're good yeah you're good. that's it i don't know what you're hiding from like i don't care yeah. who cares who cares yeah. yeah too soft these days too soft yeah i have to show 90 sorry just didn't happen today yeah well yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah anyway anyway well dude uh Okay, so let's go. Let's go deep into the fun part, right? Like the yep. throwing, right? You've uh, I've noticed that the arm slot on the or the arm swing on the backside is lower. It makes me very happy. Um, the follow through looks a lot looser and cleaner. Yep. Um, you know, in your progress, how many months are you? Uh, so I am literally just got past nine months and I threw all the way up until eight and a half months. Post so what was the projection they gave you for full recovery? What were the months projections? Uh, the earliest 12 months, um, all the way to 16 months. Um, just cause it wasn't a, it wasn't a replacement. It was a repair. Um, so your thoughts on that prediction, are we still full of it as doctors or 
for I just think like for me, what was interesting is I know that you know obviously the research says that heavier balls you know are easier for you to throw, less impingement right on the elbow torque and what whatnot. Um, when I threw the heavier balls when I was first coming back, it I could feel the shit out of it. It hurt. So I'm sorry, um, podcast, but it like I could feel it. Like it did not feel good. <laughs> you can say. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We'll make you sure there. Pull a word on yeah. the, like I don't even know why you're watching the internet. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so yeah. No. It was it was interesting to throw the lighter ones, which is why I started off with the wiffles and then the three ounce and the tennis ball, like throwing that because I could actually get the arm moving and yeah. not have any sort of pain. And so like I had so many people, professionals or you know coaches, you know that have larger platforms that are reaching out, They're like hey, like you know how are you able to do this, like. Are, you know, are you sure this is a good message, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm just projecting what works for me. Like, I'm not saying it's the end all thing, but I'm saying like, I think that more people could get their arm moving. And so what's interesting is um, Anthony Yango, who works hand in hand with Dr. Calfan, Dr. Calfan does all the Mariners and the Seahawks surgeries. Um, he was like, hey, I'm going to communicate to Calfan that you're able to get back a lot quicker because you started throwing wiffle balls before their throwers 10 program said to throw tennis balls. And so I was like, I think more people should do that. It doesn't mean, you you know, I need to throw it 100 miles an hour. It means, you know, I'm just trying to get the arm moving at 40, 45 miles an hour just so I can have that central nervous system memory mapping. Because the longer I don't throw, you know, the easier it is for me to forget how to throw, you know, just like anything else. So I found the importance. It's yeah. Still timing. Yeah, dude. I, I, don't, yeah. I haven't stopped throwing in 14 years now. Exactly. Know? Yeah. So I would say the, the lighter balls is – 100% like capable and if you go take a look at the research it's it's small it's not a big difference from a three ounce to a, a seven or an eight ounce it's not massive is uh, a wiffle three I thought a wiffle was no two, two. Oh. it's two wiffles two. two wiffles two I was just saying a tennis ball like a tennis yeah, yeah. Gotcha. um but yeah the research it's not a crazy amount it's factual that it is you know less stressful if you take a look at it over a commonality of individuals that had tested but at the end of the day it's not like it's that big of a difference um but the big thing that helped me at least like motivate me. Okay. Hey, my arms feel good back to back. The only thing that I've had that has been interesting is my tricep is tight when I throw. And it's like, so I feel like, you know, I feel my tricep, but is it something that's going to be detrimental? No, because I can go out there every single day and throw. It's just, I have my tricep, I feel my tricep. And so it was one of those interesting things as I come back and I'm, you know, trying to figure out how to be, Oh, there you go. I'm back. Uh, figure out how to be consistent is you know am i going to deal with this for forever who knows so yeah I'm, I'm um we'll do uh we'll uh we'll do some when we get off this i'll do a quick facetime and we'll do some tricep i have some i have some tricep stuff i like it baby i like it yeah the the stuff that i've been doing with my pt has been great you know obviously i'm a big fan of opp optimal i love that then you know they've done a great job with me um, it's just interesting. Is this just because I'm way ahead of progress, you know, is yeah. it something that like, is that, and so like this month, month and a half that I take off and I'm just throwing a football, not throwing a baseball and I'm just, you know, pounding the weight room, you know, will it make a difference when I start ramping back up? Cause I do want to travel and like, I do want to go throw a Cressy. I do want to throw it a P3 and, you know, X2 a drive line, your place. I do want to travel and do that and show that, Hey, you know, I can pitch. Cause right before I had Tommy John, like I was crushing it. Yeah, you know, sitting mid upper nineties, you know, right. with a, 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 as Kyle Bodie said, you know, after my pro day down there, like you have the best sinker besides Blake Trinan, according to our data. And I was like, oh, well, shit, where's the sign? Where do I sign there? 
right, right. So, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm hungry. That's always, been, always, you know, it's, it's always been proofs in the pudding with you and me. And, and that's where we've always, you know, the, the numbers back up what you and I see, yeah. you know, there's, um, it's interesting too, you know, I wonder, um, you know, with your TJ stuff, um, there, I've seen two different anecdotes go with this where guys go uh, farther away on control and then they get, you know, more control than they have. So, um, you know, I'm really interested to see, you know, your execution of your process as you go into it, because, you know, you're, you're throwing shit faster than faster and earlier than what all the books say. And that's mm-hmm. that's what's supposed to happen in, in the medical world is like, why aren't we trying to make things like I don't feel like we're trying to recover as fast as possible at a younger age or progress in whatever idea as fast as possible. Right. For like, sure. like in, in, in the in the entire Caribbean right, of all of the Latin countries that consistently pump out prospects. We have 16-year-olds throwing 95 miles an hour, right? They aren't peaking at 22, like everybody's saying. They're peaking at 16 and staying peaking until they're 24, 25. Now, there's an argument about mileage and things that go into that to the body on, on how much effort time you put into that. But then, like I said, you got guys like Chapman, you know, guys that have been throwing a hundred for a very, very long time. And Chapman to me is an easy story of overuse and, and, and a guy that I personally think got bad advice after he got hit in the face. Like he, after he got hit in the face, he modified his follow through. He does not do the same thing he did before. And to me, for what we look for, it just downhill from there. And it's, it's doing exactly what I thought would happen in the long run of him losing timing, losing feel, you know, he has no idea what off-speed things are going. You know, yeah. he's one of those guys that might be like, Chabby, mm-hmm. can I talk to you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I think I, the big thing that I see the difference, like you're talking about south of the border versus here, is the amount of reps, the amount of time that they play, the prioritization of baseball, of sports in general. Like, that's the big one that we lose. You know, like, think about this. So, you know, we open, you know, at 7, 8, right? People could come in if they want to. But kids are in school all the way until 3, 3.30. It's like those guys have literally been out in the field for five hours every single one of those days that you're just entering. And now, you know, at 6 o'clock, they're going and doing their two hours of study. It's like if we flipped it around, I think that we could see a lot more guys at that age, like you're talking about 16, throw 95, peak at 16, you know. And we've got – we're like we've been lucky enough. We've got a couple uh, – but we've got a kid who's – just turned 14 and he's up to 88 and it's yep, like yep. you know i think that a lot more of that could happen if we prioritize sports but you know that's not how the u.s works <laughs> well it, there's a lot of things that have been changing since covid you know there's a lot of uh excuse me um there's a lot of uh, uh different type of schooling going on we have a, i have a kid that's coming in he should be in here any minute that is uh he went to what he they're not even calling homeschool now they're calling internet school and so his class is only three and a half hours a day. Which nice. makes sense, right? Like, yeah. you know, we don't need this eight hour block thing that's just babysitting for, you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Like, comes in at 12, gets it, we play catch, we do our stuff, he works out, he hits, mm-hmm. and then goes home. Like, and then he gets to be a kid and hang out or go to practice or whatever he's doing, you know? And there's, exactly. some, you know, the mom, the mom played college softball. She understands development. She's seen this whole thing. And, you know, it just, it makes sense. This kid is good. He plays up. He's, you know, he's putting the time in on the reps and, and getting the things that we know actually translate to help him get to the game. Yeah. 
hundred percent. Yeah, that's the big that's the big thing that we we were talking about. Uh, Tolly and I was making sure that these athletes, when they come in here, that they've got a good environment. Because I, you know, after being at school for eight hours, it's easy for you to be in a lull. It's easy for you to not give your best performance. And then speaking of the three three and a half hours of internet school, if you take a look at like our schooling, I think we're ranked like twenty seventh. It's like we're we're a superpower. Like we should be in the top five easily. Yeah. And then you go take a look at like the successful schools uh, the schooling programs it's you know three to four hours a day they don't hold them hostage throughout the whole day when they could be out there doing other real life productive things you know help them find whatever they need to do well that means that mom and dad would have to do more though yeah i know you oh just something better for the child wow yeah or trust the kid like okay let the kid at home a little bit you know let them explore you know you don't need to have a camera on their forehead every five seconds and know where they are and listen to their snapchats and like good lord like some you know can feel here some freedom i heard heard this the other day and i really liked it uh you cannot snapchat with a ball and a glove in your hand your hands are occupied there you go there you go bat in your hand you just can't. yeah you got you're busy you're you're well you got to take one hand off the bat at snapchat now you can't hit like i don't yeah know what I mean? it's, not, it's not gonna happen yeah you yeah. gotta let them play more put something else in their hands yeah man i'm with you 1000 percent. f i o yeah yeah f i o all right well, look we crushed it as we always do and i feel as like always we need to do this more like this is just so easy and simple for us so we need to once a month maybe or something or if not i don't know earlier we'll see what happens but this content's going to come out so good i'm really happy about it but you know okay so we've got walmart coming right um uh and what's the name of your place it's just the naturals right yeah it'll be it'll be mbp is like the acronym but it'll be the natural ball player right 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 perfect yeah. so i'm excited about that a couple years from there so in the meantime right mm-hmm. the next thing coming up for you is what what's the next event you got coming up so the next thing like if you're talking about the process of trying to build this or anything uh, really anything yeah well i mean like essentially so we got all the drawings i'll shoot them over to you we've got the 3d videos all together so now what i need to go is i need to get legality to take a look at the contracts i need to go and secure those contracts and then in the meantime in the same you know parallel moments is i need to go out and essentially find the land for it so the space itself will be 2.4 acres um take a look at the drawing which is big very big a lot that's um, a lot and we'll probably need, you know, four, if we're going to be really honest, like four, maybe five, so that you can actually have, you know, efficient parking in and out. And so in this area, it's expensive. Um, and that'll be the job of me and, you know, the school and obviously the other people that are involved with the restaurant and, you know, of things of that sort to go out there and, you know, get that awareness and get the funding. But I don't think it's impossible for sure. I know it's a super hard thing uh, for a lot of people to imagine because Bellevue is the highest per square foot in the in the country right now. Right. But I definitely think that it's possible with how much money is here and how much development we've brought and how many good clients or, you know, relationships that we've built here. So that's what I'm going to be doing for this yeah, next six months. The pudding, buddy. You know what I mean? I, I really think, especially with your hit tracks and like you know, track progress over time, you know, uh, it's going to be a big, it's going to be a big help for you. You know, I mean, it's, it's going to keep, once again, prove your concepts that I know that I saw, right? Like, the, mm-hmm. you know, if you can show month pro- or one month progress, two month progress of what it is like you can with the hit tracks, it's going to be, 
it's going to be massive to 100%. for what you're doing. It's really going to be proof in the pudding for what we're saying. So exactly, you you and I know that there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of fun things on the internet that people like to try and sell and and uh, yeah, you know, yeah, we get we can really yeah. dive into that one. Yeah, yeah, good Fun's lord. Not it. I'll tell you that it's once again. I will. You know, like you said, you and I will die on a couple swords, and and I know what I saw, and I yeah. know you know what you saw, and there's yeah. a lot of. We we know when we can recognize a a, a hitter and and people that know what they're doing and do stuff, yeah. you know that's what's fun about the game of baseball is, it, it, it what a lot of people don't understand is like the entertainment and the debate of training, right and have things mm-hmm. literally has nothing to do with the pitcher versus the hitter. Yeah, even though we want to talk about it all the time, you know what I mean, and that's why really? I live and die by live at bats. That's what I yeah. all the time. I'm like, hey, if you think you're good. Do not show me front toss or T shit, okay? I need you to show that the guy threw a hammer, you let it travel, and hit it off the wall. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And until until that anybody on the internet hits a ball more than three hundred feet against me, yeah. That's what we'll, okay. Exactly. Yeah, man. Yeah. I the live thing will be here. Like I'm so with you on the live thing. The problem we have with live is I have so many relationships with select organizations that like I don't want to shit I, you know, I don't want to kill myself. You know, it's like when Driveline opened up the academy, so they have all these different youth programs. I'm like, bro, you're shooting yourself in the head. Yeah. Like, I get that you're trying to, you know, uh, essentially uh, get a whole bunch of people in there to pay and, you know, obviously have awareness from the youth standpoint. But it's like if people know that you have your own academy, like, it's going to be hard for those select organizations. Like, hey, yo, you should go down there. Yeah. I, I think these train because all I would be like, Hey, you're going to, they're going to steal you. Like they're going to try and keep you if you're good. So, yeah. you know, essentially exile yourself. And that's not what I want to do. I want to be able right. to have those relationships. That's well, why I personally stop. don't have that. Like, that's what we're going after. We're going after like real development, which mm-hmm. I will, I will, like I said, live and die on that sort all day. Yeah. You know, like it, what are, what are game situations without somebody trying to strike you out? I don't understand. Yeah. You know, that is mm-hmm. the goal is you should not score. That is what I'm trying to do. You know, yeah. and that's what was, you know, a little flip funny part. That's what was funny about when I shot that video with Sim and, and Bauer was like, they were like, yeah, just do your thing. Try to strike us out. I was like, are you sure? Like, are you, <laughs> are you, really? are you sure? Like, I don't, I'm a little tired, but like, I, I'm, I'm going to compete if that's what we're doing. Yeah. And that's why I put that every pitch video out where I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, this is. This is what it looks like. That's what the whole thing looks like. For, but everybody's swinging through it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, Mm-hmm. yeah funky. man it's doing some funky stuff it's not straight boys yeah know? pitching and that's where the the art the art of pitching has gotten lost heavily with how many people want to attain the velo you know there's some programs that just like try and sell you the velo part of it and it's like yo there's a whole encompassment of pitching that we don't talk about like the big thing i'm excited for and i know that we've had very loose conversations about is changing the angles on the mound changing the rhythm and the timing on the mound like putting that hitter in a real mental box of like hey i need to be locked in or else this at bat is going to be lost in three to four pitches depending on whether or not he wants to give me a cookie on the third one so that's the big one for me that i see with a lot of the surrounding organizations and programs it's like yo, if you just throw this thing this hard or you throw this thing this hard, that's going to equate to this. And it's like, that's not really how it goes. <laughs> so anyways, the skill building side of it is a huge piece like you're talking about. No, I, I think it, I think we're both – we're always on the same page. You know what I mean? Like you, you pumping 94 
from a low arm slot to a left-handed hitter painting the black and then up with absolute banger and kids like spit on it or bang it like I'll never forget that day where I was like mm -hmm. he just rolled out of the car like, hey. we don't we don't do that we don't hey 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 and that. one hey, hey and one of them that should have been there is now in the big leagues oh oh weird yeah right right oh, and weird when you go to a big league game there's no longer a BP thrower there's just machines pumping missiles on the map I obey you remember that story I told you about David Ortiz getting banged in like 06 or something like that? Uh, maybe. Refresh me. Refresh me. Okay. There's an anecdote, right? This is not mine. This was told to me that I want to say it's like 06. It's like after the World Series, right? One of the major league organizations um, find out that David Ortiz is filming all of the pitchers on the other team from behind home plate so he can see what the pitchers look like on their timing. And then Hey, your audio's gone. Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What were you saying? Oh, yeah. So anyway, let me, let me. So he's filming somebody. Okay. Yep. He's projecting it on a screen. And then it's coming through at the velo and the angle that he's about to see the guy. Mm -hmm. And the story was David Ortiz owns Chris Sale. And he couldn't figure out when he was at the White Sox how he did it. Yeah. And he was literally watching a hundred of those fastballs and sliders minutes before he got in the box. Exactly. Well, we had that conversation about bonds, about what yeah. you we heard about bonds taking live live ABs yeah. before yeah. games, like rather versus going on field and taking BP nearly as much. Like, why would you want to man. eyes from real stuff? That's what we do. So, like, you, I mean, obviously, you've been up here, you've seen sessions before, but we're heavy 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 so we've got a few drills you know they knock out to feel out some things you know the most common things which is obviously match and playing and you know following the ball those things that we see common but like once we get in here and we're actually doing work it's primarily off of the machine at live yeah. it's not off of that and the only thing that would be better than that is to have you know somebody in there pumping it exactly where we want to that's the best thing hey 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 hold on hey where am i hey i'm, <laughs> yeah, right yeah. Hey, trust right me. I'm not going anywhere anymore without throwing live that's going to be like aba abca they decided it was a bad decision to be in washington dc outstanding job guys yeah. now back in nashville i'm gonna find somebody to go mess them up we're gonna have a little fun yeah right? mm -hmm. and that's mm -hmm. the fun part like that's what you know last year in chicago i met um oh my dj snelton right he was yeah like, dj right and i love what he's doing like i we were talking about it like it was really funny because i was like okay and you've seen him do his counter, like massive counter rotation. Mass right? counter rotation. And I go, I go, you got to tell me, what are we doing? And he goes, here's what I'm doing. I'm trying to increase max maximum rotational velocity, the mass, the maximum angle to start from. Okay, I bre I believe you. And yep. I said, I can't see. And you know what he said back to me? Plate's been there the, my whole life. I went, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you right? So like, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He goes, yeah. You just work around it. I go, that's what I thought. That's exactly, exactly, exactly. There, moment, bro. there is a moment of blindness, mm -hmm. a moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you saw that tread thing that went out about not looking and picking up the target late versus actually staring at the target as you enter your delivery. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm with you there. I think that, you know, all the top athletes, you don't have to look at it if you didn't want to. And you could throw it somewhere around the zone. And some people like to, some people don't, you know. Uh, but him, man, 
it is it's electric to watch man. i'm so sorry it's so oh. cool to watch man. oh dude and he saw me throw and like do my stuff when we were talking about it and everything and he was just like you could get more i was like i know i know yeah we, like, we not, know i'm not you know i'm trying but like this hurts you know what i mean like yeah I'm, man yeah like, i can pitch i can fucking yeah. throw the ball wherever i want to all the time and a, and a 3k like it's you know i don't do i need more i would love more dude but like yeah i ain't got time you know I'm, yeah I'm, you know, well, he's with the he's with the Yankees. I wonder if he's gonna get. I wonder if he's gonna be on the in the big league squad. I he called me like the other day randomly and was like, mm-hmm. "What saying? What do you see?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, it's bait, man. Don't worry about it." And he's like, yeah. "It's just so obvious." And I go, "You think it is?" And then you watch the comments and how not obvious it is, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, you. I see you. I see like advanced physical therapy that uh, Dr. Heenan's little thing i mean there's a lot of people that are doing the same thing like hey do you see it and it's amazing to me to go in the comment section and be like yo like what right there right in front of you yeah exactly 100 yeah. all right dude well we just spent like another 15 minutes after we were trying to wrap it up but that's okay that's okay that's totally okay entertainment to the people and like i said we will definitely do this more for sure so thank that's you for your time i really appreciate it. you know i love the long arm action again i'm a big fan you know the, you know that, you know I don't even use that word, but you know the Walmart employees that we have been talking about have been, you know they don't exactly believe in some things that we see. So, hey, uh, but hold on, I remember you going down there and busting out that long <laughs> yeah. arm action. And yeah, you I, were there. You I saw me. Can, I wish I could project that moment of everybody's eyes when you did that, because everyone was like, "Wait, hold on, what are you doing here?" Yeah, everyone in the whole gym. Yeah. Yeah, I remember everybody stopping, and I'm just, like, ripping 73-mile-an-hour one-pounders into the wall. Yeah, yeah, I just remember the arm. Bro, you were like, but hold on here, and you want to have a talk, and then a certain very, uh, very uh, professionally stouted three individuals now that are with yep. organizations all yep. stopped and wanted to talk to you about yep. it. So I do remember that. Well, you know, sometimes when you meet a Jedi, you got to <laughs> – Jedi to Jedi, you know? Yes, I love it. I'm so sorry. I love the Jedi. I'm such yeah, a it was, fan. I, I appreciate like, it. it. It's gone even further, right? Because I just, I, I always turn it into a character, right? Like when I'm pitching or whatever, yeah. it's like college kids that aren't used to someone barking at them on the mound, right? Yeah. And like the sword thing is now turned into this. You will, <laughs> you will not swing the bat. <laughs> <laughs> I need to but, remember that. I need no. to bust that out. I'm going to quote you on yeah. it. God, is that good? You will chase this. <laughs> you shall not hit this yes, yes it's great good exactly. lord that's great awesome awesome well hey uh for everybody that, that doesn't know he's up in the uh, northwest area in seattle area um if you do get a chance to go by dm him go in check it out it's a great place to train he has everything that you need hitting pitching strength training like just one-stop shop it's, it's exactly what we're doing down here our strength training side has been doing a lot better I finally got a guy, all update. We've been growing it a little bit. But like I said, market's weird. Like the word practice means a, has a lot of to people than they really understand of what. Yeah. So we will continue to fight that fight, though. But yeah. thank you so much, guys. Uh, don't forget, go check out the website. Grab Get the, the glove. Awesome, beautiful pieces of, of leather that I couldn't be happier to see. I can't wait to bring one up, you know, and just. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, I just got like a thousand new hats too so that's really fun so we'll have we'll have all kinds of yeah i know it's mm-hmm. yeah we i still got some i just still got some of the classics baby Patches, i got, I got ooh, ooh, ooh. don't don't show those don't show hey, 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 hey. hey yeah yeah all right buddy let's well, hey say say hey to your guy for us too uh um you know i have have i met him or no 
Yeah, Tolly. I think yeah, you remember Tolly. Yeah, yeah, you I, met well, him I there. I don't remember if I. I don't remember if he was at that. Was he? There? He was in the facility. He wasn't at the live at bat. Right. He was in the facility. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. I would okay. definitely tell Tolly you said. Tell said hi, and and yeah, I can't wait to you know, just I wanna I wanna put that mink coat on, you know. Oh, you already know it's gonna be ready. The flamethrower is gonna be ready for you, brother. Hey, oh. everything's gonna be out here. Oh, yeah. We have we, a money I, gun. Oh. We're gonna let it fly. Oh. Um, <laughs> I don't. Know. Like I said, that's why I've been building up the arm, getting ready. You know, I'm going to, you know, it's, it's funny. The other day, we were one of the, uh, one of our, um, you know, you haven't like posted yourself throwing when literally one of your clients goes, well, do you still throw? And I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, Hold on here. Scroll, 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 scroll. Oh, yeah. I haven't posted me throwing. <laughs> should probably put that on there, you know? Hold on. Let me bring it back here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. There it is. Right. There. Yeah. For sure. So love you, brother. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Let's chat again soon. Definitely, brother. Hey, and obviously, my guys, I want you to obviously go and follow John Sintis. I've always loved him since I met him in 2017. He knows exactly what he's doing. If you were down there in his area, obviously DM him, message him, and you should get in front of him. The man knows what he's doing, and he's honestly one of the legends in the game. So I love you, brother. I love you. Love you too, man. Talk to you soon. Yes, sir. I'll see you. See ya.